This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. You have a choice on who you listen to, and we appreciate you taking time to listen to us this morning. I am Anita Foster, your host, and along with me, I have my co-host, Christian Meyer. Good morning, Christian. Good morning. I I always look forward to saying it's a beautiful Wednesday morning, but it's a little gloomy and supposed to snow. Yeah, it's a good day to curl up, I think, and uh, most of us uh, are uh, isolated, so um, good time to catch up on some things, and we have some great information coming to you today uh we thought you know we had a cancellation because of the virus and everything that's going on so we thought we would take this time and give information on risk management and give you kind of a plan uh and uh we've all been affected in some way with this coronavirus yeah whether it's the virus itself or the Operations you exactly. do out in your daily, you know. The fallout of the shutdown and, and you know, everything that's going on, uh, you know, that we're all trying to survive together. Yeah, even without any symptoms of sickness, you can, uh, you're affected. So um, we encourage people to listen to our authorities and what they're telling us and follow the procedures. Um, just want to make that a point, you know. Um, it's not a joke. As we saw from the governor last night, he got a little heated there, and uh, we just need to really uh, obey the law and uh, what's going on. Well, and, you know, regardless of what your stance is on all of this, you know, just know that, uh, you know, this is the reality of what's going on right now, and, you know, just do the best with what you have and know that, you know, we're here for you. There's things that uh, are being worked on, you know, in the background to try and help support uh, local businesses. And, you know, being that this is business connections with Anita, yes. you know, we're going to try and provide some helpful information as well. Yes, because my heart is breaking for all those uh, small businesses out there that are, uh, we're all kind of just in there with you. Yep. And we're all at a halt. Kind of. So, um, you know, on Monday I was uh, talking to a few folks on uh, Messenger. And uh, Jeffrey's joined us out there in Uganda right now. He's on there. I see him say good morning. And uh, we were conversing back and forth. And I was telling him about this virus, Mm -hmm. you know, because in Africa, they've, you know, been exposed to a lot of different viruses that have taken a lot of lives over there. Right. 
So I was kind of just giving him the lowdown, and I made him promise me <laughs> that they would start social distancing and that they would start washing their hands more and um, trying to sanitize what they can, stock up on some food if they can, um, just trying to instruct our folks worldwide on what we're experiencing here in America. Well, and that's the big thing. You know, it shouldn't take a virus or, or something of this magnitude to remind people to be clean, wash, right? wash your hands, you know, uh, do what you need to, to keep everybody else safe. It's, it's not just about you. Um, it's, it's stifling to even grasp what's going on right now. It is. It is. And, uh, we see, uh, actions that we have been never experienced like that's national emergency because of a virus. In my opinion, the uncertainty of the virus of these actions are, are what's scaring folks. Like we saw the images coming out, what was going on in China and, you know, in the hospitals and things like that. And it kind of laid the groundwork, I think, for the hysteria that we have going on here in the United States right now. Yeah, I've been making the comparison that, you know, it's sort of like the movie or the book uh, Stephen King's The Mist. You know, what's scarier, the monsters outside or the people inside? Right. And right now it's the people inside, you know. It's yeah. the people inducing panic, inducing these runs on groceries and, and things that, yes, it, it's good to be prepared but, you know, don't ruin it for the rest of us who have to live through this as well. Right. And, and you know, there's no paper towels. There's no toilet paper, no baby wipes. There's no disinfectants. And now guns and ammo are the, are flying off the shelves. People have, uh, I go pick up my ammo on Friday yeah. <laughs> um, just to have extra. But our lives have become a huge, a huge, a huge halt, like I said. And as we move on, to, um, non-essential businesses are now closed. All our casinos in Nevada are now closed. Um, people are having to scramble to find other ways to do business. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, this is a, diff a different way of growing, I guess, Christian. It is, you know, and uh, something that I, through all of this terrible, these things that are going on, you know, I, I'm relentlessly optimistic and the one thing that i am looking forward to is innovation innovation is the byproduct of necessity and so people will figure out new ways of doing business new ways of living their lives and uh, it'll be exciting to see what comes out of this unfortunately there's a lot of people that are going to suffer from it as well this is true but i think with any change there is suffering that goes along with growing pains yes and this yeah. is a huge growing pain for the world really yeah, yeah. You know, and at at a minimum, we're forced, at least for the next 30 days, to rework the way we live. Mm -hmm. And so let's do it together. Let's join forces and, you know, make sure that everybody is watching out for one another as opposed to looking out for just themselves and, and putting others at risk. Well, our topic this morning, we're going to be sharing information on risk management and what you can do now to keep moving forward plus we're going to give you tips for future unforeseen things and how to better prepare you can see more about our merchandise store on business connections with anita.com you can see more of my artwork and different things i've been doing some logos for cj and all that you can see that on afdesigns.online we get we just have so much information for you guys please stay with us our sponsors have a few words for you this morning. Support local business. That's right. 
Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections with Anita. I am your co-host, Christian Meyer, on a uh, what was hopefully a beautiful Wednesday morning, but we might see a little bit of snow. Uh, we are talking about risk management and what businesses can do in the time of the shutdown, uh, but I did really want to touch real quick on uh, Rough Riders, which is my dog rescue nonprofit. Uh, dogs are in need of help during this time as well. Uh, what we're finding with the local humane societies and shelters is that uh, they are forced to shut down, which means they are actively looking for fosters to care for their animals. Uh, so if you can help, reach out to your local shelter and uh, see what you can do to help out there. The other thing is there was a lot of misinformation going out that uh, dogs and cats could be carriers of the coronavirus. That is false. Please don't dump off your animal at the shelter because you think that they might be carrying it. That's horrible. You're just adding fuel to the fire. Now, as far as Rough Riders goes, we are still working very hard to transfer uh, dogs out of the kill shelters in the rural areas and work with our local rescues to find them homes. This last weekend, I mean, we moved a dog from Vegas to Washington, and then I brought back a, a wonderful Great Dane from Southern California um, up to uh, our friends, boxers, and buddies here in Reno. Uh, in terms of dogs that we're looking for homes for, uh, we've got Bubba, who's with our friend Brittany Strahd in Line Canine Academy. He is still looking for a good home. Um, if you can help, uh, the donation, or sorry, the adoption fee has been covered by donation, and we're just looking for the right home. Uh, we are actively raising money for our transport fleet fundraiser, uh, raising $75,000 for two commercial vans, upfitted to move more dogs at any given time. Of course, we understand that, you know, if you want to put your donation dollars towards helping local businesses and folks throughout, uh, you know, this crisis, uh, please do so. It won't hurt our feelings if you're not donating to us to help I saw, those Christian, locally. that the, the shelters are offering 50% off adoption fees. Many of them so are. So I want to mention that if you're looking for a, a nice dog or cat to... Exactly. Bring into your home. Do this what would you be can a good time because you have time to bond. Exactly. People are home. If you've you're willing to open your home, there's time for that dog to to or cat to be there with you, and uh, you know that way you're not worried about what to do with them as you go off to work. Well, thanks, Christian, for that great update of information on Rough Riders. We always want to hear what's going on in your organization and uh we'll be announcing that keyword at the half hour mark we sure will we have jj calling in but right now we have steve jones on the line calling in to join us this morning and we appreciate him uh calling in as a guest this morning good surprise welcome good morning. how are you doing hey, not bad great and what company are you with steve i i forget the name of it i'm sorry there's a company called ECS Development. That's right. And uh, he's very uh, community-minded, and we have spoke on the phone many, many times, and really, really blessed to have him along with us today. But we wanted to talk about what is risk management. I found this great description online, and it says risk management is the process in which businesses identify assess, and treat risks that could potentially affect their business operations. Christian, how do I know what a risk is? 
Well, a risk can be defined as an event or situation that has a negative effect on your business, for example, uh, the risk of having equipment or money stolen as a result of poor security procedures, and types of risk vary from business to business. Obviously, the risk right now is how you're going to survive without uh, customers, um, employees, or, or what you can do to adapt and uh, mitigate that risk. Mm-hmm. The most common business risk categories are strategic, which is your decision concerning your business goals, uh, compliance, so you need to make sure, because during this uh, time of a virus, we need to make sure that we're up to date on the precautions and how we're cleaning things and the new laws that are coming into effect. Exactly. Um, you know, the social distancing rule that they're asking you to do. I think that's six feet, right? You should stay yeah. away six feet. Um, financial is another way. Uh, your financial transaction system, the structure of your business. How many times do you need to get deposits to the bank? Um, when are those going to procedures going to be the best time now? You know, you have to adjust these things as you go. Sometimes, um, as we're finding right now, we're all kind of on the fly. Mm-hmm. And that's why preparing first, you already have that plan in place. It's kind of like a tornado drill. You go through the drill, go through the drill, and then when it comes, you know what to do. Practice makes perfect. That's right. Your operational is your next one, and that's your administrative procedures. So your HR and all those folks that are in offices and that. Uh, environmental, external effects that business uh, have little control like we're seeing right now. We have no control over this except we have one control to do one thing, and that's to isolate, stay six feet apart, make sure you wash your hands, don't touch your face, all those things. So, um, sorry, I got a video chat. Somebody's trying to call <laughs> me over here, so I had to decline that. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I think he's – I don't even know where he's from. I haven't um, – it's in a language I cannot read. <laughs> well, it's Middle East. Hopefully I know he that knows I'd... that, you know, you're live on the air right now. And... Well, we just became friends, so okay. <laughs> I don't know if he knows. So uh, sorry about that, folks. I got derailed. But, um, Steve, what's your input on uh, wh- about the strategic business, the categories? Well, I go back to, you know, I go back to Y2K and look at that, and I think to myself, you know, we were, everybody was, you know, 99, everybody was obviously ahead of the game because we knew it was coming, so they were pretty prepared, you know. This we didn't know was coming, but still it goes back to the preparedness part of it, you know. I mean, I think we're at a point here where, you know, we get so day-to-day, we get caught up, we're like horse with blinders. We get caught up with, with everything going on, and we don't think about what if, what if, what if. You know, what's the forward thought process? How do we how do we do this? I mean, you know, town in general, I mean, like I said, you're caught up with the day-to-day and everything's going along, but when something like this comes up, you, you don't think about it. So, you know, having a strategic plan like you guys were bringing, like you guys said, that's that's an imperative thing, you know. You know, we like I said, we're just caught up with the day-to-day thing. You know, we've become a society because everything is so available to us that we don't think anything about it. Well, if this happens, we'll go over there and get this. If that happens, we'll go over there and get that. And now we have restrictions, so now you have to come up with a better forward thought process. But, I mean, on the back end, too, you know, preparedness part of it, you know, 
A lot of people live in apartments they can't stock, you know. There's a difference between having a supply and hoarding. Exactly. We all know that. Now, Steve, <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with your what your business is or what you do, but how are you guys adapting to, you know, these orders that just came down yesterday? Well, I'm easy. I mean, I'm in the real estate development side, you know, so, I mean, I'm the, develop, I'm the idea guy, you know, so, I mean, it doesn't really, you know, it's business as usual, typically, uh, because I'm dealing with investors. Okay. So, it doesn't really reflect so much. I mean, and and like I said, as far as the things going on now, um, where it's not a permitting process. The construction game is still going. You know, everything is still moving along that way. The problem lies with the bars, the casinos, and the non-essentials, as they say. Those guys really feel it. So I don't feel it on my end at all. Mm-hmm. It's business as usual. Um I mean, airplanes are still going. It's not like 9-11 when everything just really came to a stop. Exactly. So, do you so, think, I mean, do you think still... non-essential business is a good verbiage? Just asking. <laughs> non-essential? Yeah. Well, you know, then I go back to the, I go back and I look and I go, what does non-essential mean? What does essential mean? You know, the verbiage, the exact verbiage of it. I, you know, non-essential, I guess they're looking at, how do you classify them all? Do you classify them all as non-essential? What do you classify as non-essential? Yeah. When you get that, when you get that varied, you know, you're very, you know, when you're vague, how do you, you know, how do you make people comply? Well, well that was the biggest question to come out of the press conference with uh, Governor Sisolak yesterday was, you know, he was talking about these, but really didn't outline what businesses fell under which category so there were a lot of questions you know daycare centers um we have a lot of mixed businesses here like we have a mcdonald's and a walmart you know does that mean that mcdonald's can't be open or is it carry out only you know there's a lot of things that are intertwined in reno exactly well yeah you're you're exactly right and i i mean it's like casinos if we're using that for an example how is food regulated in the casino the casino is state regulated you know the city doesn't regulate the casino mm-hmm. uh, to a point they do because they they do restaurants and so on and so forth like that but you know the vague part of it is we really don't know because we are they're being vague you know i mean they say this they say casinos they say you know once again non-essential bars you know so there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of little bars in town that stay open 24 hours a day are they a non-essential yeah. I suppose they classify them as non-essential simply because they're not supply. Well, they are supplying, but <laughs> like I say, the, the whole verbiage is very vague. Yeah. Well, and even with the casinos, you know, there's the restaurants, there's the gambling, but there's also the people who are staying in the rooms. There's people who actually live in the casinos. You know, how are they getting their food? Uh, are they room uh, service? Are, is it? Are they? relegated to room service only you know what what is it so we are approaching our break and yes. uh, did you want to go ahead and give that keyword i sure do the keyword today is going to be health text your name and your phone well i guess we get our phone, their phone number through text so yep. just text your name along with health at 775-237-2266 folks it's already down to the half hour mark we'll be hearing from jj from jj reno realtor when we come back from the break you guys stay with us we'll be right back 
Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. Thank you so much, radio friends and our watchers out there on Facebook and YouTube for uh, hanging in there with us this morning. We are so glad to have you along. We have a couple callers on the line. We have uh, Steve Jones, which he's been uh, putting his input in on our topic today, and we'll be getting back to that. But first, if you've been waiting to buy the right time, right? Everybody's been waiting for the right time to buy or sell your home J.J. Reno Realtor with Solid Source Realty is your guy. He has over 10 years experience in real estate in our area. You can keep on the late, up on the latest by liking his Facebook page, J.J. Reno Realtor, or you can call or text him with any questions you have at 775-721-9975. Thanks for joining us today, J.J. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you doing? Good. Good. Just plug it along. Just like the rest of us out here. Uh, JJ, yeah. considering our current national situation with the coronavirus, where is the market at for our homes in our area? Uh, it's kind of all over the place. I mean, with the uh, last week, yeah, Sunday, you had the Fed cut the rate. Down to between zero and point a quarter percent. Um, so it's uh, there's there's people on both sides of the fence. Some people are in total panic, and some people are just plugging along and uh, and doing their doing what they would normally do, thinking long term. So it's 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 interesting. That's for sure. Yes, it is. You know, I think folks need to just keep the their eye focused on the goals that they have set for their life. Life is not fair. It's not easy. We have uh, all kinds of things in our lives that we have to overcome. This one just happens to be worldwide, and we're in it together. So let's just uh, grab each other by the hand and lift each other up. Right. And that's, you know, you want, you want, you really want needs, especially in times like now, you really need. Uh, good people, professionals in your quarter. So you, they don't, they can talk you off the fence if they need to or off the cliff, so to speak. Um, and just, um, concentrate on what your goals are for down the road. You know, a lot of people have actually been waiting for an opportunity like this. So I've seen, I've seen it both ways in my business. And Some I'll- people, I, mean, I, had, I had somebody, you know, run away from a deal. They were, they, they, put a lot of money into it and to buy a home and they ran away from the deal and lost a lot of money on it short term and then i've also seen um i've had some past clients give me a call and say hey you know i've been waiting for prices to come down a little bit and uh you know some people are panicking that might give me a real good deal on a home so um, like I said, I've seen both sides of the fence. And obviously, you know, real estate is a very person-to-person type business. But, uh, you know, something like this shouldn't slow, uh, you know, the ability to purchase a home, to list a home down. What are you doing to to help out? Are you offering virtual tours, teleconferencing? Uh, you know, how are you adapting to all this? Yes, we can do, we can do almost everything 
except physically see the house without um, without going out of the house. So, um, but I've I've already told all my clients, you know, I'm still I'm still working, and uh, I will uh, take the precautions necessary if if you want to get out and see a few houses, especially vacant ones. It's not much of a problem. Um, you know, we we can wear gloves. Um, we can stay, you know, distant, but it's, you know, it's usually only me and, uh, a couple or, uh, um, a lot of times just one other person. So, you know, we can, we can take the precautions necessary so we don't infect each other. Um, and, you know, especially if the houses are vacant, um, there, most people are, uh, still like showing their homes. So. You know, it's just it's a matter of preference for my client. Whatever they want to do, you know, we can we can find a way to uh, to get it done. Awesome. If you need a realtor in the Reno area, or if you're out of the area looking to move it to this great little biggest little city here in Reno, Nevada, you can give JJ a call at seven seven five seven two one nine nine seven five, or again like his Facebook page, JJ Reno Realtor. Thank you so much, J.J., for being a sponsor of this segment, and we wish you and your family health and abundance. Thanks, guys. You too. Stay healthy, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, soon. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Thanks, J.J. Thanks for calling in. Again, the uh, keyword is health, and uh, text that along with your name, 775-237-2266. That does get you a goodie from our merchandise store, and uh, I'll ship it right out to you as soon as uh, I get your information. Yeah, you can get a nice uh, sweatshirt that will keep you warm during this. Another version. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, this one says uh, talk show, Anita, and then on the back it has uh, purple my logo, like that you see on the screen here and uh, out and about, so... And it'll yeah. be personalized as well. That's right, pretty much. <laughs> um, but getting back on our topic, Christian, about risk management plan, and uh, we have Steve Jones joining us this morning, and we thank him for hanging on the line. Uh, it should detail strategies for dealing with risk specific to your business. Um, all businesses have their own specific needs and operations, so it's important to a lot time and resources to formulating your pa- your plan. To reduce the possibility of in the incident affecting your business. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's some steps that people can take, you know, especially right now. I mean, go through these steps and, and create a plan. You know, the first one being identify the risk. You know, undertake a review of your business and identify potential risks. Obviously, we know one going on right now. And some useful techniques to identifying those are evaluate each function each function in your business and identify anything that could have a negative impact on it. Review your records such as safety incidents or complaints uh, to identify previous issues. Consider any external risks that could impact your business. Obviously, that's what we're dealing with right now. And brainstorm with your staff. And along those lines, keep your staff in the know. Let them know what the plan is, how things are going along. Um, you know, Keeping them in the dark will only help cause more fear right and some things you can ask yourself uh, steve mentioned this earlier i believe what if scenarios so when you're making your plan you can go what if i lost power this happened to me in the middle of uh airbrushing somebody's nails we lost uh power in five states 
and I was in the middle of airbrushing her nails and couldn't finish because I got to have power. And uh, you just reschedule it. You get her back in. You know, maybe you give her a goodie for the next time for inconvenience, and you move forward. Your premises could be damaged or not accessible. I had some damage go on with uh, we had an earthquake out here in Salt Lake City today, and uh, I experienced an earthquake at, at one time, and uh, I had a big fish tank in there. And it actually cracked it and walked in, and water was all over the floor. So you got to prepare for damages that could happen and uh, things like that. Your suppliers, uh, they go out of business. And, you know, what are you going to do? Do you have a backup supplier? Do you use more than one? Um, typically, most businesses do. And that could be the case right now, especially for those who rely on supplies from overseas, China specifically. Um, you know, those are things that you may want to look at potential local suppliers. And you know, now, yeah, go ahead. I think what happens here is the forward thought process thing. You know, we're in this, and now what are we going to do to get through this? And when we come out of it, what are we going to do? You know, it's mm-hmm. like doing a feasibility study. You always, you know, things are changing momentarily. It's a little different than a feasibility study because things are things are all over. I use this analysis a lot. We're right now we're like a golf ball in a concrete bunker. <laughs> you know, we're all over the place because things are changing momentarily, you know, hour by hour, minute by minute. So, you know, you have to formulate a plan, but I mean you can formulate a long-term plan, okay? How and like you guys said, being creative. You know, the restaurants downtown, carry out, different things downtown, midtown, that kind of stuff. You know, and along, uh, along those lines, you know, if, if a restaurant, you know, if they offer DoorDash, you know, expand the services, offer Postmates, offer Uber Eats, because, you know, people out there are um, typically reliant on just one service. And so by only having one availability, you're really limiting what's what you can do. And I have seen um, like doctor's offices, like, a, you know, that what they're doing is they're having their patients wait out in the parking lot in their cars. And then when it's their turn, they come out and get them and they take them in one by one. Right. Or text them or uh, provide uh, teleconference consultations, you mm-hmm. know, things along those lines. And those are some great things. Um, you know, what if you uh, had a staff member that just decided to resign because of all this or something? You know, you have to plan ahead and we talked you know a couple weeks ago christian about hiring and training and all that and um you know this is part of that are these people going to stay with you or you know you know there's a lot of opportunity too i want to mention with the increase in deliveries and stuff there's jobs available so if there's anyone out there i know Rayleigh smith's um pharmacies they're all looking for people to deliver so if you need something in the meantime and I think that helps because it makes us still like we're feel we're still going. Right. Right. And if you provide those types of services or Uber or Lyft, something along those lines, make sure you keep your car clean. Make sure you do everything you can to protect just in case because you are out there with people. And, uh, you know, make sure that uh, you're not passing anything along that, uh, you know, may be of concern. I even saw a tire center doing that where they're uh, letting people drop off their keys in the box. They pull in the car, they do the job, and then there's no interaction. Everything's done over the Internet, um, which could overload our Internet. That was my prediction on Facebook last night that I posted. Folks, we got to go to another break. We'll be right back with Steve Jones, Christian, and I. 
Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends and our watchers out there on YouTube and Facebook. We really appreciate you staying with us on this topic this morning, which is risk management and what you can do in this crisis to help your business now. Uh, the key word is health. If you text that in with your name, you can win a merchandise item from our store. And that number is 775-237-2266. And we want to mention Jake Jimrick, who's a man in Indiana in need of a kidney. Uh, you can visit afdesigns.online to learn more about that and how you can help. If you missed any part of this show, which has been an awesome show, you can uh, get the recorded version on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, all those uh, podcast platforms, and, of course, Facebook, YouTube. And you can find everything at americamatters.us forward slash podcast, right? Exactly. Shows. Either one. Shows. It's under shows, yeah. Um, It used to be podcast, not shows. But uh, I want to hit just on the last two points here. Um, We need to manage the risk. You know, uh, avoiding the risk. Change your business process, equipment, or material to achieve a similar outcome uh, with less risk. Reducing the risk. If the risk can't be avoided, reduce its likelihood and um, consequence. Transferring. Transfer the risk uh, is like uh, you transfer the risk to another party through contracting insurance or partnerships or joint ventures and accepting the risk. You know, there may be just some, there's just nothing you can do. So you just have to write it out. Yep. Which we were kind of talking about on the break a little bit, you know. Adapt and react. Yep. You're up for the monitor and review. I am, yeah. So uh, finally, (laughs) you know, monitor and review the risk. You should regularly monitor, review your risk management plan, ensure the control measures uh, and insurance coverage is adequate. You know, discuss your risk management plan with your insurer and your employees as well. And, uh, you know, ultimately it all comes down to planning for the future. You know, don't let something catch you off guard. If you're already prepared for it, you won't be affected by it as much moving forward yep and here's some things what you can do when a crisis does hit your business like we're experiencing now um you can prepare for the worst case scenarios we were talking about um but you know take this time to do the maintenance maybe paint something and freshen it up um get ready for when business does come back because I, I was telling Steve on the phone this morning when we chatted real quick that it's kind of like fasting. We're we're in a fast, and, you know, we can't get the things we want because they're closed or halted. Guess what's going to happen as soon as they let us out of prison? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just going to flood those places. So. No, no, no. And I think, and, and that's what we, that's surely what we don't want to happen is right. when, when we come out of this and we're back to, what would be called normal, for a lack of a better analysis. Don't do the same thing that happened now is flood to the store and buy everything. But, it, you know, it's going to be one of those situations where people are going to be out of things. You know, the supply and demand thing, it goes back to the supply and demand things. You know, if you take a big box store and it's a brand new store, it takes 45 days to stock that store completely with everything, you know. So, I mean, mm-hmm. 
the supply and demand thing is really, really crucial here. You know, it, it's a touch and go situation. You got to kind of regulate how how much goes out. For, you know, when you're obviously when you when your outgo exceeds your income, you obviously have an issue, which we are not there now. Right. You and know, we want to thank I mean, all the truckers out there for. Uh, oh yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I think yeah. those guys, man, they you know they've removed some restrictions on them so they can move about a little more freely. Yeah, which is good. But you don't realize until this comes about, you know, when you're when you're in a receiving area of a store, check it out. There's a truck backing up there. That's how it gets there. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't typically fly it in with helicopter or <laughs> airplane. You know, we, we it's all about those guys. But you know, I mean, forward thought process going forward. How how are you going to survive it? And what are you going to do when we get? Like you, you use the verbiage, Anita, release. What, what, are, what, what are you going to do then? Mm-hmm. Well, and for those businesses that do make it through, and we hope that they all do, learn from this. You know, take it into account and then, you know, plan for the future. You know, plan on putting some money aside. Plan on uh, a contingency plan for what to do with your employees should something like this happen again. Because um, the last thing you want is to be caught off guard. And how you respond can be important, I think, too. You know, you want to keep it simple, to the point. If you don't have all the information, definitely, you know, like we've seen in the past few days on the news, they're a little vague. With uh, their more, more than a little. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, did yeah, you they, have you know, Go ahead. I, 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 I agree with you. You know, I think the vague part of it, you know, because being vague, doesn't help those folks out there that are at the 11th hour make an executive decision. You know, you got to be straight down the down the line here and say, okay, it's this, this, and this. But I mean, and I think what comes into play too is I think when I say that, people are going to go, oh, you know what? There's so many variables, and there are. We, you know, like I said, I use the analysis we're like a golf ball in a concrete bunker. This, this maybe right now it's this. In 20 minutes from now, it might be that. So it it does become you know it does become kind of an issue to have a forward thought process at what you're doing, but anything you do, you got to have some kind of a forward thought process. What if, what if, what if, what if? Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the, uh, the Sisolak press conference, you know, he said his piece, he fielded two, maybe three questions, got out of there, but the question remained, what classified as essential business, what classified as non-essential business. And if they had just taken another hour to put together a website or, or somewhere to point people to that says, hey, you know, if you Is have... my business on the list. Exactly. If you have any questions, exactly. go here and it will be outlined and we'll update it on a daily basis. That would have alleviated so, a lot of concern. Yeah. I think what happens is, is now they're vague and so now they leave it up to the business owner, am I essential or non-essential? Of course, everybody's going to go, I'm essential because I need to operate. To right. Stay afloat. Right. You know, so, I mean, you know, that vagueness. And then, you know, I mean, like I said, we go back to the A, B, and C thing, line item. Are you this, this, and this? And like you said, Christian, a website. Something to go to that defines essential and non-essential. Well, and the hardest part about all of that is going to be enforcement. 
You know, if they get uh, the the local uh, police and sheriffs involved, you know, how do they know which businesses to go to and let them know, hey, you know, you got to shut down, you know, you can stay open, whatever it's going to be. It it just, there is a snowball effect by being vague at the very beginning. You know, I was thinking uh, time never stops and the world never stops spinning. So we can't just sit back, you know, we need to look, like you guys are saying, forward thinking you know we're getting down to the last three minutes here steve so um you have any final points you want to make (laughs) you know i i I tell everybody this you're out of your element but this shall come to pass Mm -hmm. forward thoughts figure out you know an advertising campaign or something whatever you can do to promote yourself you know how am i going to come out of this you know and it's kind of hard to tell how you're going to come out of it you know I know everybody is working in the city, and everybody's coming together and diligently throwing ideas around. But it's so day to day; you just—it's hard. It's kind of hard to put a plan together. But you just got to stay in touch with what's going on and 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 just move forward. Yeah, it's, I think it's hard to grasp how big it is, really. You know, we we got slammed with it. In such a short amount of time, I mean, one week we were in the 70s and doing hopping, business was growing, and now everything has come to a screeching halt. It's freezing outside, you know? Well, and if you're... you're, Sorry, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. No, and like you say, you know, the weather, everything factors in. I mean, the poor people at the lake got nine and a half feet of snow. Yep. Yeah. Now, if you find yourself out of business or you're a worker who, who doesn't have a job, you know, sure, take the time t- to grieve. But you know what? Pick yourself up and innovate. Do something. Yeah. Make something. Create something. Collaborate with others. Exactly. We F- can call people. You know, the phone isn't just for texting. Exactly. There are, <laughs> are, are ways to get through this to make money and and push you know, the boundaries of of. The restrictions that we have on us right now. Go ahead. Sam. Feel you know if you have feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. You know, um, I, I mean, if you need, if you want to converse about things, or you feel like you know, hey, uh, what, what, where am I? You know, I've been through this a few times. You know, with many different things, SARS, you know, nine eleven, Y two K. So I mean, you know, feel free to gas reach out. Shortage. Yeah, I mean, uh, anything you you know, feel free to reach out to me. I do know in Georgia, um, I have a friend that delivers RVs. He said, Georgia, he was having a hard time filling up his gas tanks. Um, so, you know, there's the next flow but of even, stuff. Even car dealers, you know, they yes. deal with people all the time. You know, the banks that are backing the car deals, they're offering 0% financing. Internet sales is a great way to do it without having to physically come down to the dealership. Or, you know, if you do run a dealership, offer to bring the cars out to to the people so don't you know business just okay we we got to end it so folks christian and i want to thank all of you and steve jones here on the phone with us today we really hope that our folks out there take away some great information and it's to help uh save your business we want you to know we got your hand and we're going to, well, not literally, but virtually we have your hand. Well, and and we're, we'll be here. And we yep. got uh, things coming up that we're working on here at America Matters. Um, business Connections with Anita will continue to support all businesses out there in the world. And uh, if you would like to be a guest, get in contact with me at Anita at AmericaMatters.us. You can email me there. You guys are the best part of our week. We love you. 
please listen when people give you instructions on this virus as we move forward into the next few months with uncharted territory. Christian, it's always a great time.